0: give so much to the world that's only when you realize what is it that you can give so first exploring yourself being aware of what you are and accepting yourself as the very base to be your best and then give it to the world as much as you can
1: This is episode number 47 and you are listening to Soul Time, a show that explores the world of unlocking your unique potential. My name is Dr. Katya Markovka, and I'm a teacher at school, a former teacher at universities and a certified stress and mental coach and I'm your host. <music> This episode is a special one again. I'm not alone today. Today I have an amazing guest. Today's guest is Swapna. Swapna is a certified personal brand image coach. She is on a mission to help professionals realize their purpose and passion while creating a personal brand called You. She is a certified image consultant, a certified corporate trainer and a purpose coach. With over a decade of experience as an educator and as a principal, Swapna now imparts her skill as an English language and public speaking trainer for experts and executive professionals on a one-on-one basis and online. To name only some of her amazing skills. Furthermore, Swapna hosts her podcast, The Iceberg Podcast, where she is focusing on the topic of building better relationships with oneself and others. Additionally, Swapna is a mother of one son, who is now at university. She was born and raised and lives in India And after working in corporate for a couple of years, she decided to be an English teacher and further a principal at a school. Even if she liked working in this field, she had a feeling deep down inside that there was more she could do. Therefore, she decided to follow her purpose and become an image consultant and soft skill trainer. At present, Swapna is creating and developing her passion project. In this episode, Swapna will give us some details about her journey, her personal career path and beyond this, she will give us some insights into her own experiences at school and share her thoughts on what's needed to integrate coaching and personal development tools into the education system. I hope you enjoy our conversation and Swapner's reflections, thoughts, and ideas. And by the way, I will add where you can find Swapner on Instagram in the show notes, so don't forget to check out her page. So let's start with today's episode. First of all, a very warm welcome to today's guest, Swapna. I'm so glad that I have the amazing opportunity to speak today about your awesome path of finding and following your purpose, how to handle such transformative processes and overcome the challenges of following this path and about your personal experiences and your ideas to uplift the mindset of students at school. But before we start and dive deeper into your personal journey, I want to give you the opportunity, Swapna, to introduce yourself a little bit more.
0: Oh, that was quite a bit and it was so overwhelming and lovely the way you introduced myself. Thank you so much for all those bits and parts that you just compiled about my life and it sounded so beautiful. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, like you said, I am an image consultant, but mainly I am an educator. So I always call myself a teacher and that's what I practice, you know, practicing sharing knowledge and that's what I did throughout my life. And I'm so passionate about what I'm doing today because I have worked for a long time as a teacher and I know how I feel. And I can absolutely understand the passion that you are working towards your students, you know, and um, I just shifted a bit of the industry. But yes, I'm still an educator and I'm still a teacher. Thank you so much for sharing some more of your background
1: informations. It's amazing that you have made so many courageous steps in your life, that you followed your inner calling and stepped outside of your comfort zone so many times in your life. You are an example of how constant learning and developing can lead to a more fulfilled life. And your whole story is a huge inspiration. And my audience and I are super excited right now to hear some more details about your awesome journey of transforming, rethinking, and changing your career path. So let me ask you, what was the main reason for you to take these courageous steps?
0: So, uh, so to be very frank enough, and and being very truthful, life just happened instead of making it in the initial part of my life. So, uh, you know, like, um, I was getting graduated. And uh, somewhere in India, there's a concept that once the girl is 20, at least back then, uh, there's a concept that once the girl is 20, she needs to get married, or you need to look Start looking for someone to get married. And it so happened that the very first alliance just uh, clicked and I got married at the age of 20. So just out of graduation, while I was dreaming about getting into the corporates and being into the corporate world, I got married, Um, though my husband has been very supportive throughout. uh, Somehow, you know, you just go in the flow. Like I said, life just happened. And then where I wanted to uh, get into the corporate, I finally figured out that marrying an army officer, and since I have to go into the different areas of, like, you know, different parts of the country where maybe uh, a corporate setup or a great company is not an option, you might not even end up getting some. I ended up taking up a teaching job because I did not want to be the one just cooking and taking care of the kids, but I wanted to be someone who is even, like earning for herself and having some independence in her life. So I opted for whatever's available. You know, what happened was that I became a teacher. But uh, till then, I did not want to be a teacher, to be very frank enough. I did not want to get into a teaching, in the, a teaching industry because I felt, no, no, I'm not meant for that industry. I'm meant for the corporate because that's what I had set my mind slowly. As I started being with the kids and I started exploring the whole scenario, I loved the job. I was enjoying every day, learning from them, teaching them, and you know, the whole interaction, being with the kids, and it is yeah. so much, so much more fun than what you actually expect. <clears throat> so that's where I really started enjoying a, a job as an educator, a job as a teacher. And then again, yes. Uh, Being a principal happened because there was a position. I just applied, I did the interviews, and I just got it. Um, So, then again, you know, it was the administrative job, but that particular role as a principal had a compulsion of teaching the students at the same time. So I was a principal as well as taking classes for ninth and 10th students, why? Because they wanted the principal to actually know what happens while you're teaching. You shouldn't be just in the administrative world, not realizing what's happening, but you you should be actually experiencing how is the teaching work. So I had to balance both and which again, I enjoyed a lot. I was really enjoying what's happening with my life. Slowly, um, Of course, while my husband kept posting, I got an opportunity to work in the corporates also. So I did grab that again because that's what I always wanted to do. And then I got into a corporate job. I worked there for a couple of years and again, switched on to being a teacher. So this is how the switch and turn always kept happening. But uh, to be very frank enough, I loved sharing knowledge. I loved being a teacher. I love being a principal because there again, I was getting connected with this. So many people around me who are so enthusiastic and full of dreams, right? So um, it was much later, somewhere maybe after my 35, when we moved to a city, when we said, look, let's settle somewhere, instead of moving, packing our bags and moving to different places, let's settle somewhere. So when I came here, I thought that, I think now that I'm settled, I should look into what I really wanted. And I wanted to that really I want, not life happening to me. Let's make it happen uh, in a way. And, uh, you know, universe (coughs) usually conspires what's happening to you. So when you are in a confusion, there's an ad which comes ahead and you feel, oh yes, I want to do that. And that's (laughs) how I, uh, decided to be a certified image consultant. Uh, There, again, I would say, Kaccha, to be very frank enough, I joined it because I felt that that was something I knew because I was into education. I knew how to teach. So training won't be very difficult. Um, Being an army officer, etiquette, discipline is part and parcel. Grooming is part and parcel. So maybe it won't be very difficult. So I was kind of trying to be in my you know, uh, the comfort zone, as well as stepping into an industry, which is different than I wanted. I was trying to cut a balance. But this whole industry of image consultancy actually changed my life. Why? Because I realized my self-image. Where did I stand? What do I think about myself? And how am I literally looking at the world? And when I started exploring that aspect of my life I realized that I was someone though my career looked very fascinating and looked like I'm doing a lot of things I was somewhere holding a very low self-image for myself and that was um, disturbing my self-esteem and the way I'm looking at world and the way things are happening in my life and that's where I felt that I need to take control of my self-image first And uh, that was a complete changing point in my life. And that's how I now decided that I will be helping others work on their own self-image. And when I was working with many of my clients, I realized that even the topmost CEOs have a self-image problem. They are somewhere struggling (laughs) inside, though they are projecting an absolutely confident uh,
1: demeanor of themselves. That's amazing, Swapna, because it's in correlation to each other. And you mentioned the importance of understanding personal branding and how image is not just an example or an external image. It's more internal too. And that it's not just what the world thinks about you. It's also what you think about yourself and that this transformational thinking and this approach is huge to make a shift in our own lives i love the fact that it brings external and internal aspects into alignment and helps fe- people find a more balanced life would you say that the internal transformational process is key is a key factor for becoming successful in life in every segment of life um
0: I wouldn't say that the internal, uh, uh, you know, the internal image is something that decides your success, because when you chase success, it can be superficial. You can maybe chasing money and, uh, you know, a lot of business and you might look very successful, but are you really happy and contented with what you're doing? Right? So true. Are you really enjoying the whole process or you're just chasing it because I want to be there? Or sometimes it could be just because I want to show it to someone. I I, I remember one of my mm-hmm. clients who was uh, an absolutely successful CEO. But when asked, why are you really doing it? Are you really enjoying it? He says, when I was a child, I had an uncle of mine who belittled me for being Uh, not a very good at uh, you know in my grades and even when it comes to monetary purpose uh, status he kind of used to mock my dad because he wasn't very rich so I am doing this just to show him deep inside you know you you usually don't realize your why exactly when you realize what is your why what are you really doing it for you have to have that alignment whether you're doing it because you love it Or is it just because you want to achieve a lot? That's amazing. I love
1: this approach because I think the why is the key factor of becoming more in alignment with ourselves and the key factor of happiness because happiness is a state. And if you know your why, you are happy during taking steps towards your goals. And that's so huge. I love this. Thank you so much for these amazing insights uh, into what's needed to take the first steps probably to create a personal brand Mm -hmm. and the importance of seeing the impact this can have on our overall life satisfaction and our ability to become probably high performer. But let's dive a little bit deeper, uh, Swapna. Another amazing challenge you have faced in your life is that you have moved several times in your life. You mentioned it before, because of the job of your husband. Do you think these spatial changes help you to become more flexible in your mind and help you to leave your comfort zone and strive for your passion project?
0: Um, Yes, I did. Because uh, every place was... Had its own beauty every place has its own pros and cons which we uh, like you know adjusted and we just learned to do the best today you know uh, because we don't know how how the tomorrow is going to be like maybe I go to a very uh, secluded place and today since I'm in this beautiful place let me just enjoy today I don't know how it is going to be tomorrow and that is a big lesson that was taught to me in this whole moving, though uh, you somewhere have to prioritize what do you want to do? Uh, are you looking for your career? Are you looking to be stable? Then in that case, don't try to move with your husband. Maybe you can just stay somewhere and he could visit you whenever he has his vacation and you meet him whenever he ha- you have your vacation. That's a choice you made. Right. Uh, so yeah. it, either you move with him and just enjoy each day because you want to. Or you stay somewhere and just, you know, decide that okay, my career is important. I want to live, and both are nothing is wrong. Nothing in nothing is wrong in both. So that was a choice I made, and I would say that that's really loved me. Loved. I mean, I have really loved the way it moved <clears throat> because I learned a lot. I learned a lot in the whole process, and it is it's it has its own contribution to what I am today. Ah, amazing I not moved with him maybe i wouldn't have got into the education sector (laughs) i wouldn't have got into the principalship it showed me that part of me which i really loved and enjoyed and i think i'm amazing at what i am doing because um unless and until you try it out you won't realize you're doing that well right yeah it's like connecting the dots
1: from the past to the future right (laughs) exactly and moving several times it's not it's not easy at all so I'm very interested in what you think about this quote from the Irish author Cecilia Erhan. she said home isn't a place it's a feeling do you believe she's right 100
0: percent 100 percent I uh So to be very frank enough, uh, Kajja, I don't know how much of India do you know, but every place is very different. Every state is very different. And often, you know, I've seen many of my uh, husband's (laughs) colleagues chasing for the uh, big cities or the beautiful cities. Uh, But I feel a place Mm. is more beautiful with the people around you.
1: Mm. You might just live
0: in the most beautiful place,
1: but Mm. if the people
0: around you are not warm enough, you might not enjoy a single day out there.
1: Oh, I love your answer, Swapna. that is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing this thought. For me, it's honestly the same. For me, my home is my heart. So it's like reconnecting with the feeling of love, being aware of myself and living in alignment with my heart. Nevertheless, I know you are living right now in Pune, the region where you were born and raised. And was this important for you to come back
0: after several years of moving several times oh no um the reason i moved into pune was uh, just because uh, again i was trying to be in my comfort zone ah okay <laughs> so i know that uh, my husband was had no plans to join me when i decided so i actually decided because my son was, was in his crucial years of studies yeah, okay. And um, I felt that somewhere a little stability uh, in his education system was needed. So that's the reason I said that, OK, let I think Pune is a place. So if I have my friends, my relatives whom I can, you know, pull cords whenever I yeah. need help. Instead of going into a new place where maybe I don't know anything much. So that's the reason I chose Pune. Um, but yes, since that's the place I was born and brought up, I knew a lot of things. And that's definitely aided my growth.
1: Thank you for sharing your story and your experiences and for your inspiring thoughts about rethinking career path and moving several times. I'm sure my listeners are inspired by your reflections. And But let me ask you some more questions about your own mindset. I think we all experience such things like being confronted with challenges and obstacles. And my question is, what was your biggest obstacle to get there? Do you need to grow and upgrade your mindset during your journey?
0: 100%, because um, at no point you are not learning. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Constantly learning, and there's so much to learn. Uh, so every time there is an imposture syndrome that yeah. sets and tells you that you haven't done enough, you haven't learned enough, and you need to learn more. And that's where I think we need to cut a balance. When your mind is saying that no, 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 there's more to do. You need to learn more, and then get into the next. And I'll be like, no. How long will I keep learning? Let me do it while I'm learning. So let that be an ongoing Ah. process instead of waiting for the whole learning to happen. Yes, that's
1: amazing because I learning is key to get confidence but nevertheless we have to go to get confidence too we have to leave our comfort zone stepping forward and learning while going so amazing that is such a huge insight i think that is something even younger people need to reflect on to get more comfortable with not knowing something and nevertheless moving forward
0: somewhere where i mean i'm seeing from my own experience uh the students they feel that uh you know they have set a very high standards for themselves not because so they true. Do, because the others are expecting them to do that right? so true uh the society the parents or whosoever and they're constantly not satisfied with whatever they're getting they are chasing 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 And not having that satisfaction that, yes, I put in that effort and I have got something. we would be like, no, this is not enough. This is not good. This is not enough. And that's the regular statement that you. Yes. Uh, Celebrating the tiny steps. That is so important because we are
1: learning every day. And so we have to be focused on these little steps
0: we are taking on our journey and be proud of ourselves. Exactly. You know where you are actually appreciating yourself that ah i didn't know to write an a yesterday and maybe i've learned a new a today that is also a satisfaction because you didn't know that yesterday and you know it today so yeah, uh, that's where i think uh, you are you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself which is not really needed
1: yeah so true Thank you so much, Svartner, for sharing these profound insights and your thoughts on how to face and overcome challenges to elevate our mindsets. And these reflections are very inspiring. And I think my audience has some ideas and impulses to reflect on, to challenge themselves, to step out of their comfort zones. And even if they are confronted, probably with some obstacles and for sure, take some steps to elevate their own visions and dreams. And I'm really impressed by your journey, honestly, and your ability to leave your comfort zone, transform your career and move towards your passion project and be balanced while doing this. But let's dive a little bit deeper. Swapna, you are a mom of a son who is now at university. and. You are a former principal at school, for sure. Like everyone in the past, you were a student at school too. And in this case, you and your family have a special background. You have moved several times in the past. Therefore, let me ask you some questions to get some insight, information about your experience and your reflections on what is needed to strengthen the mindset of students and which coaching tools probably are significant to integrate into the education system to help students become more resilient, to become more confident and live their unique potential while achieving their goals with more ease and probably less stress. So let's take a look at your own experiences. How would you summarize
0: your own experience at school? Um that's a beautiful question i would say my high, fo- high school experience is strong foundation okay can you explain this so um any human's life if you set a strong foundation you know the it's easier to build your whole pillar right so this foundation has to be very strong it should not be superficial just to Or chase grades or just to chase uh, you know uh, uh, in fact nowadays um, it's happened that the schools want to project that we have been having 100% results and our students are doing so well so what we really have to look into is are you creating a great foundation for the students or are you just making them chase something just like getting into a rat race
1: yes
0: so you're not really doing a good job because what you are in your foundation age is what you will be for the rest of your life. Yeah, so true.
1: And um, do you learn at school how to
0: handle failure? As a child? No. Uh, We have been taught to, we've been taught that failing is bad. Yeah, exactly. Taught that you should never fail, and you need to excel in everything. While we are speaking about uniqueness, you cannot excel in everything. There will be few things that you might fail in, and there will be few things that you might really excel in. And that's so why you need to embrace what you are. So true, and because that's so important true. for developing confidence. Absolutely. So the schooling system where you are saying that you need to excel in everything, maybe you might not. And that's where you are setting in a lower confidence, lower self-image and low self-esteem for every student. Swapna, what do you
1: think is needed at school right now um, to integrate coaching tools into the education system? Can you probably name... Two or three areas uh,
0: that are needed at school right now? So, the one most important that you need to teach them is listening to themselves, calming your mind, meditating, and somewhere listening to what is your mind really saying. Or, you know, while you are raising to um, get better scores, better grades in school, how can you really calm yourself from that anxiety, from that depression? Is something that's first thing that you have to teach them loving yourself is something that they have to do not because they want to show it to the world but just because they want to embrace themselves the way they are and meditation is definitely going to aid to know what you are right yes and so learning to calm your mind is something that i think everybody needs because that's that's not helping anyone not the younger generation, not the older generation.
1: So true. And if we have the
0: foundation at school, like a breath working
1: or meditation and such tools, that would be awesome. Because I think that is so needed to get more balance at life and to be uh, more resilient and handle all the stress that the younger generation is confronted to. Not only us, absolutely. they too. Yeah, absolutely. Love this. that's so needed
0: trainings what I do is I start with the meditation I calm them for a while and then get into something so you know they kind of sometimes feel what the hell is going on but sometimes they really (laughs) 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 so true but nevertheless (laughs) uh, if we learn uh,
1: about more about meditation and visualization like this to experience all the amazing effects that these techniques have for our mindsets and our well-being and our happiness.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, somewhere while you're working, it's quite natural that your mind will get raised. It's quite natural that your mind will rush different places. So true. You need to learn is maybe some breath work and just calm yourself for a moment so true that's where your creativity is going to go higher your productivity is going to go higher and it's going to work wonders for you it's like um, reducing the space between our emotions
1: raising up and becoming quiet and at ease again absolutely That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Swatna. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to ask you some questions about your own school experience and for being so open and vulnerable to share your own stories, challenges and struggles. I think so many people can relate to your path and to your thoughts. Furthermore, a huge thanks for sharing your ideas on what's needed to uplift the mindset of the younger generation. But... We are nearly at the end of today's episode, but before you leave, Swapna, I want to ask you some short, quick questions so that my listeners can get to know you a little bit more. It's more the funny part of this interview. So first of all, I'm super excited because everyone who knows me who knows me well knows that i'm a huge lover of quotes so i'm super excited what's your favorite quote
0: and why it is so special to you um so if i say the quote that's very close to my heart is um, you need to somewhere realize that self care means giving the world the best and not what's left about you and the day you realize what you are what's your true potential what is it that you are really capable of you can give so much to the world that's so
1: beautiful i love this because i think if we are filling our own cup we have so much more to give and we can be there for our loved
0: ones we can be overflow and there's so much of abundance in us Yes. that you can give so much to the world that's only when you realize what is it that you can give so first exploring yourself being aware of what you are and accepting yourself as the very base to be your best and then give it to the world as much as you can Ah, so beautiful, thank you so much love this next
1: question do you have only one book only one book you would highly recommend. I know it's difficult to do this, only one book, but um, I want to know your first choice.
0: Uh, Mine is From the Time. um, I take him as my guru, Jay Shetty. (laughs) This book that I love, and it's kind of not the book that I just read and keep it, but it's kind of the book wherein I might just dig in every now and then, just open a page, read something and come back to it sometime later. So true. So true. It's like diving deep and coming
1: back and diving deep again, searching for a specific part you are looking for right now. And there are so many wisdom inside this book. I love this too. Very good recommendation.
0: When you start practicing it, you realize, oh, I think, did I miss something from the book? I it go back to the book, you know. (laughs) So true. I highly
1: recommend it too. (laughs) So next one. If you could eliminate one weakness or limitation in your life, what would it be? My imposter syndrome. What do you think uh, you would reach if you uh, overcome this?
0: I would think you... I will be one of the most successful person because
1: <laughs> that's amazing.
0: There's so much stuff I can. But every time I think I will stop myself thinking that am I doing too much? Maybe I should just focus on one thing at a time and then I should just get into this. I should do I should be an expert at this and then get into this. And then I listen to someone who's saying that They're managing six business. They're managing five businesses. They're managing 10 businesses. And I wonder, surely, I think I can do that too. (laughs) That's so true. That's amazing, Swatna. I love this. I really, (laughs)
1: really love this because I think sometimes we're limiting ourselves and we can become limitless if we focus on it. Absolutely.
0: Uh, I think it's more about how you plan it strategically and just go ahead. Of course, you can't get into something that's not you. That's totally out of your comfort zone, but something that you are strongly feeling for. You can always give your hundred percent. Ah, that's
1: beautiful. Next question.
0: If it were possible, what superhero
1: superpower would you want to have and why?
0: Oh, superpower. I want to fly. It's beautiful <laughs> Then you are fast <laughs> I want to fly high see the whole world how beautiful it is because oh. I am a great nature lover oh. and I keep feeling that I want to see the Niagara Falls and then I feel oh I want to be in Germany and I want to <laughs> be and I want to be in Kerala <laughs> so- <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> like, can that's why try reach these places.
1: That's a great superpower. Huh? <laughs> I have to think about this.
0: <laughs> and, and now that, uh, with the whole, uh, like, you know, uh, with the, the lockdown and COVID, right. I would say it makes friends all over the world. Oh. So I so want to meet each one of y'all in person. And I really want to do that. And I, I keep thinking, when will I ever go there? And if I go, how much time can I spend with these people? And how will I meet them? And, okay. you know, I keep doing this quite a lot. <laughs> so I really wish I could fly to all these people <laughs> <and> meet them.
1: <laughs> That's so beautiful, Swapna. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you could rule the world for one day, what would you do? Oof, That's the toughest question. That's, I that's tough. I know. <laughs> that, tough. I know that's a tough one.
0: <laughs> oh. uh, if I would rule the world, I would stop plastics. Oh,
1: that's amazing. <laughs> that's an amazing answer. I never get at it before. Wow.
0: Because I keep looking at the kind of, I, I believe in sustainable lifestyle,
1: yes. and
0: um, somewhere I feel that there is so much we are doing wrong to the nature. So true. And one of the simplest way, the very smallest way that we are doing it on a regular basis consistently is the kind of plastics we are producing. Ah,
1: wow, Wow! thank you so much. That's something I would just- <laughs> I'm super thankful that you have given us the greatest treasure of your life, your time. And it was awesome to meet you today for this podcast episode. And it's always, always a pleasure
0: to talk to you about such amazing topics. And thank you so, so much. I would say, Katja, I'm so honored. I just love the questions you were asking because each question made me think and reflect back on what I have done so far. And it brings so much of pleasure thanks to rethink you. that where I am today has has so many beautiful people in, a, in my life. And thanks a lot for inviting me for this.
1: Thank and
0: you. it was an absolute honor talking to you. Although I, I've always loved talking to you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: So we have reached the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoy today's episode and get motivated to share these insights with your friends and family. And if you are a parent or a teacher, you can speak with your kids and students about these thoughts and reflections from today's interview. Swapna gave us amazing insights about her own journey of transforming her professional life, following her inner calling and living her purpose. She shows us her personal ideas on how to overcome challenges, how important it is to embrace our individual journey and implementing a growth-orientated mindset based on a conscious learning process. She gave us amazing insights about the importance of focusing on our mindsets and become more aware of our responsibility to create the energy we want to have in our lives, boosting our confidence and definitely reducing stress, becoming more resilient and practicing self-love in our daily lives. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Soul Time. I'm very grateful because you have given me the greatest treasure of your life, your time. If you enjoyed this episode, take a look at the show notes, click the link and check out my Instagram account for more inspiring content. Take care of yourself. Enjoy the week ahead. And I can't wait to speak to you next Sunday.